Welcome to She Believed She Could, the show that is dedicated to helping you show up, shine bright, and achieve abundant success. I am your host and coach, Allison Walsh. And after two decades of starting, scaling, and leading incredibly successful businesses and teams in the mental health and coaching industries, I've got a wealth of experience, a dynamic network of experts, and game-changing resources that I cannot wait to share with you. In addition to being obsessed with all things related to confidence, goal setting, and personal branding, I integrate positive psychology into everything that I do. I'm on a mission to help you chase and accomplish your dreams and truly optimize your potential. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, and soak in all of the amazing advice that's headed your way. Now let's get to work. I am so excited to introduce you to Liz Elting. She is the founder and CEO of the Elizabeth Elting Foundation. She's an entrepreneur, business leader, linguophile, philanthropist, feminist, and mother. After living, studying, and working in five countries across the globe, Liz founded TransPerfect out of an NYU dorm room in 1992 and served as co-CEO until 2018. TransPerfect is the world's largest language solutions company with over $1.1 billion in revenue and offices in more than 100 cities worldwide. She's received multiple awards for her extensive contributions to so many causes that she cares about, and she is an absolutely incredible person who I have had the chance to now get to know and meet. She also was an instant Wall Street Journal bestselling author with her new book, Dream Big and Win. I am so excited for you to get to know her, to just soak up her wisdom and knowledge. She is a beautiful human inside and out, and I am thrilled that she is on the show today. So let's get to work. Liz, I am so excited to welcome you on our show today. Can you just introduce yourself to our audience real quick before we jump in? Sure. My name is Liz Elting and so wonderful to be here with you, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. And should I tell you a little bit about myself? Okay. All right. So basically I, um, I was always a lover of languages. I studied four languages by the time I graduated from high school, majored in languages in college, was fortunate to live in five countries. By the time I was 21 and I moved to New York, I then worked at a translation company, learned the industry, loved the industry, went back to school, got my MBA from NYU. And then in 1992, a million years ago, started my company with the goal to make it the world's largest language solutions company in the world. And after 25 years, we were able to accomplish that goal and become a billion dollar company with offices in over a hundred cities around the globe. And in 2018, after 26 years, I sold the company. And since then I've had a foundation called the Elizabeth Elting Foundation, where I help folk I what what I and what our people do is we focus on helping support and empower women and people from marginalized communities and in doing that for the last five years and then I most recently wrote a book called dream big and win as you can see in the background translating passion into purpose and creating a billion dollar business and it's really to inspire women and everyone but certainly women to go and pursue their dreams build their dreams and go for it. And it's based on everything I learned over the years from what I did right and the many things I did wrong. And that's my story. I love this so much. And I also, Liz, love, and, and so many people that are listening will, will resonate with this, that now you're you're giving back, right? That philanthropic 
calling that you've had to help others. We have a lot of bleeding hearts that listen to this show that are very involved in their communities and want to make a difference in this world. And I love how you are so focused on that now too. And again, kudos on the business success. It takes a lot of energy and effort to not only see a vision and a dream and a calling, but to like see it through. So in those early days, did you have any doubts? Were you nervous starting a business like this? I mean, obviously you're like, I want to make it the biggest and the best, but what were some of the things that maybe, you know, caused you to, to hesitate at any time, if ever? Oh, yes. I, I was nervous. I was hesitant. I questioned myself and what I was doing all the time, but I stuck with it. And I think that's really the key. Uh, kind of figuring out what is your dream? What do you really want to be doing? What could you be happy doing over an extended period of time, nailing it down, and then focusing it on every day, um, having the discipline to do what you need to do every day and sticking with it and not quitting no matter what your questions are. I mean, if you think you're in the wrong business, for example, or the industry has changed, sure, you can modify it, and change it to meet the needs of, of your clients. But by the same token, yeah, it's about not quitting. And, you know, even if you're questioning yourself, questioning yourself, thinking, okay, maybe I'm not totally sure, maybe I'm not totally confident, but I'm not going to spend too much time overthinking this, overanalyzing this, because there's always some question, you're never 100% sure. But if, if it's a 5149 thing, as I say, with decision making, if it's at least 51% or more, go with it like it's 100% and don't stop until you accomplish your goal. Absolutely. And I think you also call out some really important things too, because sometimes when people want to do something, they'll look around and they'll see other people that might be doing something similar and it stops them. But you also give that advice. Like you don't have to be the only one, like you don't have to come up with a new idea to be successful. So what advice would you share with those listening, especially if they've got something that they're like, this could be great, but I also see other people doing it. What's your advice there? <sighs> Yes, I love that question, Allison, because it's so true. I, I remember when I was in business school, people were taking entrepreneurship classes, and then we would come to our weekly happy hour. That's what it was called. Or, yeah, it was called, um, yeah, Beer Blast. That's what it was called. But I remember they would come and they'd say, I'm in my entrepreneurship class, and we've been asked to come up with a new business idea, and I don't have one. And I thought, I can understand that. I wouldn't have one either. But if you have an idea about something that's being done, but you think you can do it differently and better. That's what it's all about. And when we started our company, there were 10,000 other translation companies in the business. So it was really not about being the first one to do it, but about doing it differently and better. And I, I love giving the example of Steve Jobs. When he invented the iPhone, I mean, the, the BlackBerry was already there. Um, and there were other smartphones, but he had an idea on how to do it differently and better. And that's happened over and over with extremely successful people. So I'm a huge believer in do what's already being done and do it differently and better. And, and that can be things like spoiling your client with service, um, anticipating your client's needs before they know they have them and continually innovating, um, doing it faster, do, having different deliverables, having a local presence, et cetera. There are all kinds of ways to do it differently depending on what the business is. 
Yeah. Love that advice too. I also love, you know, you talk about discipline and and doing things, right? Like there's a lot of power that comes from consistently showing up and having the discipline to see things through. Uh, Also, you know, talking about things, sometimes people, when they approach their business idea or they're trying to get out of their own way, they lean on mantras, right? Or sayings or any of this stuff, but you say like the beauty is really in the action. So can you give some advice to folks that maybe have like a little bit of analysis paralysis or sitting there going like, I think I can, but I'm not actually doing anything about it. So (laughs) what do you say to those that maybe need that extra little push right now? Right. Well, I always did love Nike's line, just do it. (laughs) And by the way, you know, I am such a mantra person. I love quotes. I love mantras. And in my book, I have them throughout. I have some of my own. And then I have some really amazing ones from other people. um, Because I've always been a quote person. I mean, actually, one of the things I, I talk about is when I graduated from high school, my graduation present from my dad was these quotes that he and I had discussed over the years and loved, and he had it made into a piece of art uh, in calligraphy. But the point is, mantras are great. Um, They can inspire you. They can be reminders day to day of what to do. But if you have a goal, you know, as you said, Allison, don't overthink it. Don't overanalyze it because you can always spend a long time thinking about should I, shouldn't I, how should I, being a perfectionist about it. And I've had that issue. I've been a bit of a perfectionist my whole life. And that's what stopped me. That's what's gotten in the way. That's what slowed me down. So then I've had to say to myself, okay, forget it. I'm just going to do it now. And if it's not quite right, I can fine tune it. I can pivot. I can modify. Or worst comes to worst, I can just start again. And then I've learned my lessons on what to do differently. I've made new connections. And I have stories to tell. So, you know, I'm a big believer in all of that. Don't wait for it to be perfect because the perfect time will never come. There's always something that gets in the way, but just go for it and go all in and give it everything you have. And that's, that's how, you know, the fun begins and that's how you will accomplish your dreams. I love that. And then, so I know that uh, writing this book has been something that you've wanted to do for quite some time, like lifelong dream as you've referred to it. What made now like the perfect time? Why now? Why this book? Share more about that. Because I know there's a lot of people that listen to this that have a book inside them. I think everybody has a story to tell. Mm -hmm. So what made this the time for Dream Big and Win to make its way into the the ecosystem for all of us? Sure. Well, so I, I had my 26 years with my company, as I mentioned, and then I had been running my foundation and I've been on, on a number of boards, nonprofit boards, trying to make a difference in people's lives. And I've thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, one of the things I was doing during that time over the last five years is I was going out and speaking about entrepreneurship. And I realized, I really love that. And, and I was going, I was you know, speaking at Columbia Business School, NYU Business School, places like that. And I thought, yeah, you know, uh, women's organizations. And I thought, I really love that. I love sharing my knowledge, uh, my experience based on all the uh, things, as I said, I did right. And the many, many things I did wrong. I mean, plenty wrong. And and I thought, wow, if I could have had this book um, when I was in my 20s, because I did read everything I could find when I started my company. And I thought, wow, it, this would be great. I love sharing it with the groups I'm speaking to. But what about just putting it out there for anyone and everyone who who is interested in starting a business or just lessons I learned in business, if not an entrepreneur. I mean, these lessons can be applied to someone within a company. 
So that was why I realized I was loving sharing my business experience and make trying to make a difference in people's lives and women's lives. And, and that's why I did it now. Well, it's been a huge success thus far, already a Wall Street Journal bestseller, which is a huge accomplishment. As you think about the journey, I always love to hear what what was your favorite part about doing this so far? Obviously, it's still very new. It's got a long lifespan ahead of it. But what have you really loved? About writing the book? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yes. And, and by the way, the one last thing I'll say about it is I, because this was this book, and this is what I learned too, along the way is. I tried to make it more like a a beach read business book, not a dry business book. I do this, then do that, then do this. I really tried to make it more accessible and more fun and more like my story with anecdotes uh, along the way and what I learned both about life and business. So that was just the other thing. And I learned I could do that with a business book. Mm-hmm. I, oh, your I want, voice yeah. is in here. It's beautiful. Oh, right? And it's got all the you. quotes in it too, like oh, in the box you. sections. I love that, right? Oh, it makes it you. so nice to read, right? It breaks it up beautifully. So it's like, here's the wisdom. Here's a cool quote to really cement this, whether it is from you or somebody else, but you did a beautiful job. So, Oh no, you're so kind. But what did I learn? Okay. I learned all kinds of things and I learned that I have so much respect for authors because what they go through, I mean, first writing the book, and I know a lot of talented authors, probably like you, <laughs> say, oh, the writing part isn't even the the, the challenging part. For me, <laughs> it, w- it was a challenge because I was thinking, okay, what do I share? What do I not share? I, you know, I have other people in my li- life who are maybe more private, and I have to be careful there. I'm, I'm more of an open book. So there was that issue then. What is what is really interesting to people? I'm, you know, questioning everything along the way, but it's a journey and it's exciting and it's nice to try to put what you think are the most important lessons in one place. But the so but but back to what I was saying about the people, authors, I don't know how they do. First, they go through the challenges of writing a book. And then the other thing I've learned is it's all about selling a market. You are the chief marketing officer, chief salesperson of selling your book. And I think that's what I certainly didn't realize. I learned last year, 2022 was writing the book. This year, 2023, it's been all about that. And every day, you know, we work on selling the book. And it's 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 interesting because you really, what I learned is I have to worry about my brand. When I was an entrepreneur for 26 years, it was all about my company's brand And in some ways, that's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to say, okay, you should use TransPerfect because we can deliver the best quality or we can be in your city or we are faster or we focus on your industry. Whereas it's about your brand now and uh, you need to put it out there every day. And I've learned that. But above all, last thing I'll say is I've gotten to meet people like you, Allison, who, you know, are other authors, podcasters, business people who are so entrepreneurs who are so interested and curious and accomplished and motivated. And I am loving that part of the experience. It's just been so wonderful. And then the other people is the people when I speak, because we do lots of book talks, lots of speaking engagements, the people in the audience that are there watching their questions are amazing and then connecting with them. So the whole experience has been really wonderful. 
It is but very sweet. educational. It <laughs> is right. We learn so much. So it'll make the next round a lot easier for us, Liz. So, you know, uh-huh. I think it, it has been beautiful and the network, right. And the, the mutual respect for one another too. And like what you were mentioning, like when you do the thing, right, you write the book, you publish the book, you market the book, you put it out there, right. It's that whole new, like I'm making myself vulnerable again, right? Like I'm putting myself out there. And, but I think the, those that have done it before, and this is, I think to what you were speaking about, I felt like this big hug from other authors, right? You know, like that's what it feels like. Cause we're all in this. We've all experienced this now. And it's nice to know that like, we're not alone, in this, but it's also such a special um, accomplishment too, to be very proud of. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Can you hear me okay? Okay, so sorry. But yes, I love what you say about the big hug from other authors, because now we have a special connection with other authors because they've been through it. And, and I'm noticing we all the other authors have been the most supportive, and the most helpful and the most kind. And it's a wonderful place to be just, you know, so yes, absolutely loved it. I totally agree. And speaking of other authors, you know that we love to spotlight, highlight other inspirational people. So are there any authors you would recommend or podcasters, people that our audience can be inspired by? Oh, sure. Oh, boy. There are so many. Um, Okay. Well, Elisa Licht is wonderful. She, I don't, if you know her, she is the one who taught me all about branding. And that she basically says, your your brand is what what other people say about you when you're not in the room and you have no choice but to have a brand in this day and age and so i've learned so much from her she has a relatively new book out it's actually about six months old now it came out in april called on brand and then she wrote another book i think in 2019 called leave your mark but she's all about branding and social media presence and all of that and so she's terrific um Love Lydia Finette. If you do you know her, the most powerful woman in the room her, is you. But oh, the, yes. yeah, no, I would love to spend some time with her. So she would be yes. amazing. She's fabulous. She wrote the most powerful woman in the room is you. I think she wrote that around 2019. And then she had a new book that came out this year called Claim Your Confidence. And and she's wonderful. So she's a great author. Love um, that. Those, sound, yes. those oh, are two ones oh, that haven't been recommended on the show oh, yet. So those are yeah, great. Another one is um, Bobby Rebel. Um, she writes about being a financial grown-up. And a few years ago, she wrote a book called, well, her name is Bobby Rebel. It's something about how to be a financial grown-up. And she interviewed people who kind of how they learned they needed to be financially independent and be a financial grown-up. And now, most recently, I guess it was about a year and a half, two years ago, she wrote a book called Launching Financial Grownups, which is all about how to make your kids financial grownups and know about money and take care of their financial needs. So those are three good ones right there. I love that. Thank you. And then my last question before we share how everybody can connect with you is what does confidence mean to you? Oh, wow. Yes. And I think we all you know, we all need to be confident. We all need to believe in ourselves. And I have plenty of reasons not to be confident because I'm always meeting people who are so smart and so much more talented than I am. But it's about recognizing what your strengths are. We all have our strengths, right? And then just believing in ourselves with whatever we're doing, putting our strengths and our positive energy out there and going for it. 
being bold and going for it. And I think that's really important. We should never let a lack of confidence stop us because we all, as I said, we all have our great qualities. Why should we? We're all wonderful. We're all lovable. We're all talented and and worthwhile and amazing. So why would we let anything ever stop us? And I think it's all what we just need to do. It's what I, we need to always remind ourselves, be confident. You're the best. Believe in yourself and make it happen. Absolutely. Well, and dream big and win. And dream big and win. Exactly. (laughs) I love that. Um, And so I'm sure people are like, oh my gosh, Liz is amazing. How do I find her? Where do I go? So where should they follow you, connect with you? What's your preferred method? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. So, um, well, as far as following me, I have um, a website, lizelting.com. And then my foundation has a website, elizabetheltingfoundation.org. And then as far as my book, it's on Amazon. So Liz Elting, Dream Big and Win on Amazon or any other booksellers online. But yes. Oh, and then social media, all of the, I guess, major platforms. I mean, yeah, Instagram, you're on all LinkedIn, of them. all of them. I love it. Them, yeah. And we'll link to everything in the show notes. It, Liz, this has been such a pleasure. And I'm so glad that we got connected. We were included together in a book roundup. That's how I found you. And I was like, oh my God, like, I love this. Read all about what your book was about and reached out. And I'm just so grateful that we're now connected and just feel really honored that you joined us on our show today. Oh, I feel so honored too, Allison. I so appreciate you and being on your show. And last thing on confidence, because there's, I feel like there's always more to say. I mean, I think it's about being bold, not questioning what you're doing so much, just putting yourself out there and asking for what you want, not, not being afraid to ask for it. I mean, the worst thing is someone will say no, and then, okay, you move on to the next person. And I think that is so key. It's a reminder that we you know, that, that I need. And I, I guess it, it could be helpful to people. So yes, it's about being bold and just going for it. Well, that is such good advice. And I hope that everybody listening today takes a second to take a step back and think, how can I be a little bit more bold today in my life? What can I do to take that step forward and to really lean in? Because there's so much opportunity out there. You are proof of being able to dream big and win and create successful businesses. You've now built your brand too and launched a best-selling book. So Liz, I am so grateful for you. Thank you for being on our show today. And I know that this book is going to continue to change lives and make a major difference for all those that read it. Oh, thank you so much, Allison. And your book as well. Congratulations. And I know it's changing so many people's lives. So congrats to you. You're fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you loved this show. If you did, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. It makes a big difference and helps a lot more queens who are chasing their dreams to find this show too. We work really hard on creating a quality production and I want to make sure as many people that need to listen to it can. So we appreciate your help in advance. And of course, check out the show notes. We always include lots of great information in there as well as links so that you can continue the conversation or access additional support or resources or the book recommendations from our guests. So please check that out. We would love for you to continue to stay engaged with our beautiful community. You can also access the She Believed She Could Facebook community from the link in the show notes as well. And you know, we'll be continuing the conversation at Allison Walsh on Instagram. So please join us there. And remember, I believe in you 1000%. And my goal is that you do too. So please stay connected. Let me know how I can support you as you chase and accomplish your goals. I'm always happy to make a connection 
connection, or maybe it's just to fill up your cup and tell you that you're an awesome queen that can accomplish anything that you set your mind to. So whatever you need, I'm here for you. I'm so excited for you. Stay focused, beautiful. It is all within reach and you deserve abundant success. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.